Hey, how's it going? It's Greg here at the Absolutely Live Interview. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me. Really appreciate it. Um, today, we have a good show. Uh, this is going to be a show with a guy that I've been friends with for a long time. He's a really great musician. His name is Jeffrey James Harris. Um, he is somewhat of a staple uh, in South Florida. And uh, Jeff and I go way, 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 way back. Back to the day. Back in the day. And um, he's a really cool cat. Good guy. <clears throat> and um, as far as I know, he is on uh, right now. And I'm going to go ahead and see if he'll come in. Um, so hang out just for a second here. I'll see if Jeff's here. I don't see him here. He said he was here, but now he's not here. So. Let's check and see what's going on with Jeff. Anyway, I hope you guys are doing good. I hope you're having a great, uh, had a great week, and hope you're having a great weekend. Um, next week, I'm going to try something different because the person that I'm going to interview is not on Instagram. He used to be, but he is no longer on Instagram. So I'm going to try and do the live from YouTube. Um, I have never done YouTube live before, but I'm going to have to try it, uh, because he agreed to do it on YouTube. Um, he's a guy who you may recognize once you see him. Just trying to get Jeff on here. Um, he's a guy that is very well known. You, you'll, you'll see once you see the pictures of him. His name is Todd Newton, and uh, he used to be a big time host, a television host, uh, of different like game shows and things like that. So I was lucky enough to get him to come on. All right. Give me one sec. I just got to get Jeff. So anyway, thanks again for hanging out. Um, just trying to get Jeff, my guest situated. And once we do that, we'll be off and running on the interview today. Uh, again, hopefully everyone's having a great weekend. Hopefully you had a great week. And uh, <clears throat> I appreciate you hanging out with me on the interview. Um, I think that Jeff was logging in on his computer rather than his phone, so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. So we'll have to see what's going on. That's what happens in a live environment. Sometimes things happen. And I'm willing to take that <laughs> on this show. Uh, if you guys have any um, recommendations on people that you want to see on the show, or if you have, um, you know, people that you know of that would like to be on the show, just let me know. Yeah, Jeff's going to be on. He's going to be on. He'll be on in just a minute. I think he, I don't know if he's really familiar with it. He doesn't really come on Instagram that much, but uh, yeah, here he is. He's on now. Yeah, there we go. All right. So I'm just going to give him a second to get situated, but he is, he is here. I just saw that he's on. I don't know who Tony Harnell is. Send me the information. I'll check him out. Try to Jeff on, and we'll see what happens here. Again, I think he's unfamiliar with how to do that. <clears throat> Jeffrey James Harris. <laughs> Hello there, he says.
Yeah, so again, if you have anyone that you think would be a good guest on an interview show such as this, please let me know about it. Um, I am trying to line up some more uh, people. I ha I'm good for like the next two months or so. And then uh, after that, I don't really have anybody lined up, but I am working on some people. I do have a guy. Um, he's actually pretty famous in the in the blues scene. And he, uh, I talked to him about like three days ago. And he's he told me just give him a little bit because he's, I think he's in like Switzerland or something right now. But once he gets back, um, which is going to be next week sometime, I'm going to go ahead and, and hook up with him. Jeffrey is unable to join. That's strange. Let's try it again. There we go. Um, but yeah, he's on tour right now. So he was in Switzerland, but he said, yeah, let me, when I get back into the States, we'll, we'll do it. Or maybe he's not going to come back in the States. I don't know. But he said he's going to, he's interested in being on. So um, that's a guy named Albert Castilla. Hello. There he is. How I'm you doing here. there, big boy? You're here. <laughs> Are you on your you, uh, computer or on the phone? I was trying on the computer, and, you know, I don't know what's going on there, but it wasn't working. Work. Yeah. That's all right, man. How you so, been? Good, man. How are you? Manny? How you doing, man? Good. Look at you. Look so, look at you. Look at all handsome like you always do, Jeff. Come on, man. <laughs> well, I, I, wanted to, I wanted to come on naked like JP did and then scramble, <laughs> scramble yeah. for clothes. <clears throat> yeah. Can you believe that guy did that? That was hilarious. <laughs> that was funny yeah that was so funny man i'm thinking so how's like treating you man you. what was his deal it's good it's really good <laughs> how about you ratings man wow. ratings yeah ratings exactly <laughs> um how's everything going i'm really good so there's a little, there's a little delay here huh i guess like we're yeah, uh speaking so. on a satellite halfway across the world where are you living yeah. these days? Syria? <laughs> I'm on undercover, so I can't really reveal that. So Okay, yeah. good. Understood. Yeah. Official government business. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Jeff, man, let's jump right into it. Um, I haven't right. talked to you in like a long time. And you, you've had a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> like musically. You have sure. what? You already have like three or four different bands or something going on right now three or four bands a day yeah oh really uh, no i'm kidding <clears throat> yeah i've got uh three or four different projects i'm involved in um uh -huh. but uh i do a lot of duo work with uh mitch farber and yeah. um then we've got uh, the jeffrey james gang which is you know four-piece electric band uh playing basically just our own versions of old rock songs that you know yeah, and then um, I've got an acoustic, an all acoustic band that plays um, every Thursday night at Old Key Limehouse in Lantana, Florida. Awesome. And, um, that's with Bradley Brown on cajon and Mitch on guitar and uh, and Bruce Freeland on bass. And we just do a lot yeah, of good. you know a, a big variety of tunes, all uh -huh. acoustically, and it goes over well for the vibe there. Yeah. Do you have um and then I've you got have... I'm sorry, go ahead. Then I've got uh, you know, another couple bands that I'm involved with here and there. Um a band called Mr. Nice Guy. And um we were supposed to actually play two gigs this weekend and I've got three unexpected days off in a row here because of this storm. Things canceled wow. up. So yeah. 
But, uh, you know, you make the best of it. Date night with the girl. There you go. Did you guys even get hit by the storm? Because yeah. we didn't over here. Well, by, by yesterday, it started clearing up. We actually could have done the gig, as it turns out. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got nothing. It was like a big nothing, you know. But uh, yeah. thankful, you know. Yeah, um, right? What about your, do you have King Tide Rising? Is that still a thing with you? That's the Thursday night band that I was just talking oh, about, okay. the acoustic band, yeah. Okay. Yep. Awesome. That name uh, came yeah. about because we uh, we were playing there, had, didn't really settle on a name yet, and um, the King Tide had come in. It was King Tide season, and the, the water was just slapping underneath the boards underneath us as we were playing. So, <laughs> cool. so um, I wanted to ask you about your history <clears throat> as a musician, because when you and I, um, when you and I met back in the day, uh, which was a Wednesday, by the way, <laughs> well, that was, I remember it. Dan Cook. Yeah, that was years and years and years ago. Um, but I remember you saying, or maybe it was my brother saying that you used to play, um, you know, in a, in a bunch of bands or maybe one band and you, you used to tour and stuff, but I never got the chance to ever talk to you about it, but I wanted to ask you about yeah, no, that. You were... what was it all about? What, what band was it and where was it? It was, it was one band and it was based out of uh, the West coast of Florida in the Tampa area. We were called uh -huh. champagne theater and we did a lot of touring and ended up, you know, playing alongside of a lot of different bands, you know, in, in different places we were booked by, I think it was called Showtime Booking Agency back then. And, uh, yeah. you know, they toured us around and, and, you know, if they needed a band to open up for a great white in, you know, uh, Birmingham, Alabama, we were the guys, you know, or this or that, or just, you know, just, just work in the scene. You end up uh, playing with those, those bands, but yeah, I didn't play with those bands, but yeah, you know, supporting act, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I never knew that. Yeah. I, I never knew how involved you were with it. Yeah. Like yeah so the band was Champagne Theater. And I'm still in contact with, uh, you know, on social media with uh, a few of the guys. Um, one of the guys now lives in Texas. He's got a family in a, in a business, a successful uh, home inspection business out there in Italy, Texas. And his wow. wife runs a 4-H horse thingy, whatever that's all about. I don't know. Uh, and uh the only one that the the uh drummer is kind of mia nobody knows where he where he is so we don't know what happened to him but uh will the guitar player who was phenomenal he's uh he lives in the lakeland area and i think he's starting to play again up there i see him posting gigs up there so happy That's to see cool. that yeah how long did you and play uh ron that? the bass player he lives uh around the west uh, it was a few years, yeah. When I when I left Chicago in um, I want to say eighty nine ish, um, I came down and I and I joined up with this band and um, I tried, you know, after after you know a couple breakups or stopping touring or whatever, I tried to go live back in Chicago, but I just couldn't. I couldn't do it anymore. The, the weather sucked and the, the, you know, it was starting to change up there. Yeah. So uh, I became a Floridian man. Yeah, man. 
<laughs> That's what happens, man. You come to Florida yeah. and you never go back, you know, to wherever <laughs> you came from. Yeah. But some people just, they never get used to it and they're miserable. And those people should just go back. Yeah, they really should. <laughs> or, or love the weather and they hate where they left. So they want to change everything about Florida, you know, and make, make it, it like the way they were. Where they left. No, just go back there. Right. Just go we back. Like we like our Florida the way it is. Thank you. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, let me ask you this too. Tell me about the um, situation with Bluestone and how you became part of that. Because I know that when Dave passed, um, I, I didn't know if you were kind of involved prior to that, like when Dave was going through what he was going through and when he was sick. Because I, I kind of like, like to me, you know, I was in Bobby and the Renegades for a bit and uh, I didn't yep. know that you were still <laughs> doing your thing. Um, and I had no idea that Charles and the guys were in touch with you for Bluestone. Yeah. yeah. So when that happened, it was kind of like it was kind of like a smooth transition for that band, you know, to go from having Dave to you, you know, being, you know, you know, trying to fulfill what Bluestone was going through and stuff like that. So right. Tell me about that because I've always wondered about that. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> you know, my my intent was never ever to. Um, Phil David's shoes in course, a in a band called David Shelley and Bluestone. You know, right? It was okay. it was never my intention for it to be Jeffrey James Harris and Bluestone. No, you no. Know? And so, <clears throat> yes, I was I was involved um, during his illness, and um, you know, the band had dates in the book, and um, I guess they talked about it, and Dave Dave uh, wanted me to to fill in those dates so the guys could keep working you know and and uh keep the keep the band working keep the name out there yeah. and uh I, I loved david's music man yeah I, just love it. I still i still play you know almost every time i go out and play i'll play at least one of his songs if not three or four of them you know yeah that's awesome i want to keep his his memory alive and and his music alive because he was a great songwriter he was a fun dude and yeah. man, he's really missed yeah. Um, for sure. So yeah, when I when I <clears throat> started doing gigs with them, it was basically to cover the gigs that were already in the book when Dave was sick and couldn't do them. And yeah. then um, and then unfortunately we lost him. And uh, yes. then it then it became about being a tribute to him, you know, yep. and going through the the process of the loss and all that. And you know, believe me, there was a lot of people who weren't happy about me taking oh, that I'm role. Sure you know i'm sure um, oh yeah they're losing somebody they love dearly and here's this guy you know posing as dave you know really what all i was doing was yeah for him and keeping the music going for them haters or not you know it was for right. them um and and for me and for everybody for everybody that right. was you know missing him and uh yeah. and so that that's where that was coming from for me and, and so, it wasn't it, like we're trying to be Dave. It was just that you were being, you know, you were filling in for him and, and being part of the band to keep the legacy alive, really. I was I was paying tribute in the truest sense of the form to David Shelley. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No doubt about it. And and yeah. I thank you for doing that as, as a fan of Dave and a friend of Dave's. I of thank you for doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Dave, like, he was a really fun guy, man, like you said. He was, uh, man. He was so funny. He was a clown, you know, I love, yeah. you know, yeah. and having him, uh, you know, we, we had a meeting. It was myself, uh, Bluestone, um, you know, Dave and Bluestone and um, 
the guys from uh what was it called i forget the name of the other bands but anyway we had a meeting to do this cruise uh to go to like mexico or whatever i don't know if you remember that but yeah the uh, blues cruise yeah one of these blues cruises yeah yeah but man i'll tell you what that was so much fun and dave made it like it, we were just laughing the entire time like oh, we're trying to have this meeting is like two or three hours long uh with everybody on these bands and, and it was just a clown show i mean we, yeah. we were having so much fun and at one point julia was like are you guys going to be serious about this or what you know <laughs> he was like what's to be serious about come on we're just gonna be playing some music you know which was great and that was his attitude and that was fun you know so yeah yeah uh, i, I kind of missed he that just, you know he just really you know he was such a humble guy um he had connections. He knew people. He, you know, he wasn't a nobody in the business. Um, yeah. And he didn't scratch his way up from the bottom either. You know, he, right. he was, he was somebody. Um, yeah. But you wouldn't know it just chatting with a guy or having a beer with him. You know, he was for sure. He was just a fun guy to hang out with and, and loved what he did. You know, loved playing yeah. music. For and, sure. Uh, you know, he loved his band and, um, and well, that, yeah. you know, it all, all this played into, you know, my, my role, at least from my, from my heart, my role in what I was doing, you know, and, yeah. and I let the guys know that I, I really wasn't interested in pursuing the band with me in it and taking his place, you know, even though. The music was great and we could have potentially put together. Do I still have you? Yeah, it's okay. it's kind of, it's like a little bit wonky. I don't know what's okay. going on. I don't know if it's you or me. Could be me. I think I just jumped off of uh, the Wi-Fi. I think I was having a bad oh, connection. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, I'm on my my cell phone signal now. So um, yeah, where was I? Even though you know the band is phenomenal, the guys are are great musicians, and the potential for writing you know, a new album with new great material would have definitely been there. It's yeah. just, I couldn't get out of my heart that I would be stepping into shoes that, you know, I didn't want yeah. to step into, you know, no doubt. It, it was more for me about paying tribute and showing my love for Dave. Absolutely. So that, um, that's the Bluestone story. And, and still to this day, you know, we'll still talk, about yeah. gigs, I, I got uh, a date request from Charles uh, just a few days ago, trying to maybe put something together for some private party that somebody wants us to play at their house or wherever. Wow. So, um, you know, there's still interest in it. And, yeah. um, and I think, especially when it comes to like occasions like his birthday or, you know, uh, in memorial of the day that he died, you know, right. um, we could get together occasionally and, and pay tribute again. Yeah, that was, and that was my next question. I was just going to get to that. Where do you guys uh, have anything booked in the future? Yeah. Because I know there was like one-offs every now and again. That's, so that's pretty much, I think all it's going to be. Uh, I'm not sure uh, Dave Scott is, is down anymore with, uh, with doing the project. He's got a lot going on himself. So, uh, mm. you know, I'm, I'm not sure, but, if it can happen, I'm down. I'm with it. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Now, do you? Let me ask you this: Do you have jumping off of that? Do you have other, other music music projects that you're going to be doing in the future, uh, other than what you're doing now? I mean, I know you're busy and everything, but well, 
you know, we, uh, I was living with my girl in a, in a small condo. Um, well, not small, but you know, not big enough to be building a home studio at for sure down on Hollywood beach, right next to Margaritaville. And, uh, so, uh, you know, it's not a place I could, I could really set up a studio and record or do anything like that. But we moved out to plantation. Now I've got this, you know, nice piece of property and I got this enormous shed shed behind me. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I'm going to be making a studio out of that before long and, uh, plan on doing some recording and, and, uh, I'm not sure what I'll do. The record industry isn't a record industry anymore. So I don't even know how to fit into that anymore. I'd I'd have to really get some, some people who, uh, who are more familiar with how the kids do it these days, you know, (laughs) I can barely get on Instagram. So I don't don't know much about how the world works anymore, man. I just want to play music and have fun and, and, you know, enjoy life. But uh, if somebody can help me try to figure out how, you know, if I were to record some stuff, uh, how to get it out there. I think JP would be the guy for that. JP knows some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's for pretty, sure. He's pretty hip. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty hip. You know, he knows what's going on. Yeah. Well, you know what? He's not really he's not really that smart when it comes to social media. <laughs> no? No, not really. Well, but, uh, he, I think he's got a couple more accounts than I have. I got Facebook like an old guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, I had to pull your leg to get on this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I had an account, but I think it's because it, it got attached to my Facebook somehow. So here we are. Oh, okay. Yeah. And let me tell you, thank you so much for putting up the uh, the little flyer that I made. I appreciate that. Yeah. I had I figured I had out how to do that. You. See, I'm not a complete <laughs> moron. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had heard back from you, and I'm like, well, I guess he's not going to do it. And oh, I go no, on Instagram, no. and there it is. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess he did it. <laughs> I figured so it out. You, yeah, you figured it out. When you um, when you finally figure out what you're going to do music wise, what kind of avenue are you going to go? I mean, because I know that you do the classic stuff really well. In well, fact, on the little promo thing, you're welcome. Uh, I put on just the beginning, which I I love when you do that song. So that was why I put from the beginning, it. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Yeah, when I put you the put little on promo my version or their version. No, their version. Their, yeah, I don't have good. their version because my my version's crazy. It goes all over the place. We'll even yeah. we'll even put a yes song in there and uh, yeah, well that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we like, like to you... we like to do that. We're when you're when yes. you're playing the same kind of songs for a while, you know, and and it's not that you get bored, but you suddenly you hear oh that's the same riff from this other song. Exactly. And yeah. sometimes sometimes the meter works out and you can just yeah. really easily go into it. Sometimes you have to be a little creative and change the meter up a little bit or or change the yeah. way you you sing the line for it to fit in that same yeah. uh in that same riff you know but we, we like to have fun with it because man yeah. what are we doing it for you know exactly I, I i just i i don't get trying to trying to recreate if i'm being honest here and i hope i don't offend anybody but i i just don't get trying to recreate note for note a recording that you heard on the radio a hundred times or a thousand times and, yep. and just trying to copy that same thing. You know, yep. if, you're, if you're an artist and you're, and you're uh, a musician who likes to have fun and, and step outside of the box, then do it, step out and make it your own and do yep. something different with it. Yep. You know, and I'm not talking about the typical change, change a rock tune into a reggae tune, you know, yep. just 
do something different with the groove or, or uh, you know, the melody line of the, of the vocals or something. Just, just play yeah. with it. Make it your own. Some people are not comfortable with that. Some people are not comfortable enough in their I ability. Get I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, they like they do it note for note and, and it becomes like a tribute <laughs> act. Yeah. Well, that okay. that brings up another sore subject for me. Oh, tribute. Ah! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we don't want to do that. There, I said it out loud. Exactly. So when you start, um, when you, when we, I'm just going to get back to the recording stuff. When you go to record mm -hmm. something, yeah. are you going to go in the classic rock vein? Or like what kind of, like are you going to do a, an acoustic album? Like what do you think would be something that you'd be interested in doing when you put something out? I can't see doing a fully acoustic album or um, a fully electric album. It would probably be eclectic and it would be original for sure. I, I don't want to, you know, there's no sense in for me going in and, and recording, um, you know, covers other than maybe when I plan on making my own, you know, right. Uh, right. but you know, kind of imagine like what, what, uh, Warren Haynes and Government Mule likes to do with with songs, you know. Right. There's such a departure that it's almost a different song. Right. Exactly. You know, Thirty Days in the Hole by Government Mule. What a great cover yeah. of that song. You know? Right. No pro. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe something like that if it's going to be a cover, but you know, also originals, kind of in that same vein. Yeah. If that makes sense. And you know, honestly, I don't know what it's. I can't tell you I'm going for a certain sound or anything yet until I just start coming up with it. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. You go in there and whatever happens, yeah. happens when the influence or when the, uh, when it hits you, it just hits you. Yeah. And, but what I'm not afraid to do is like back in the day used to, they used to try to force you to just, you know, stay in your lane, you know, yeah. and you got to write songs that fit this exact type of genre and don't veer from it at all. Well, that's, that's not all I am, though. You know, it's not all I enjoy playing, listening to. So why not put all that different kind of stuff on an album? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no I mean, record labels sure. anymore to tell you don't do that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What it's like, you know, whatever your influences are, just let it come out. Exactly. And you, I was, I wanted to kind of veer toward that anyway. Like when you started playing guitar and and learning how to sing and things like that. Who were your major influences back when you were young? I assume you started when you were a kid. Singers, man. Singers, the, the, the singer's singer. The guys that really could do it, you know, early yeah. on. Um, yeah. I remember Peter Cetera being somebody that I just loved listening to as a yeah. kid. Um, but, you know, I, I would sit on my uh, sister's yellow shag carpet and play her steve miller band records you know oh get out of here i got the shirt on right now and <laughs> stuff like that. yeah well i couldn't read it because it's backwards oh yeah oh it's sorry it's what does that say the band uh real realm no <laughs> steve miller band the joker tour got it. 74. got it i was reading it backwards <laughs> yeah um yeah, I would I would sit on the floor and uh, and listen to her record player and and the albums that she had. You know, might have been Bread, it might have been Steve Miller Band, it might have been, uh, uh, you know, who knows what. But it was it was eclectic. And then, um, um, but early on, influences for me were always the singers, singers. You know, um, yeah. Uh, 
like I said, Peter Cetera, uh, Steve Perry, guys that could really sing. Really belt it out, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't I didn't become too interested in guitar. Um, I started picking it up around seven. My uncles yep. both played. Um, one just for fun and one was in a band. Uh, but the one that played just for fun, he was the one that ended up teaching me more and taught me my first songs like uh, uh, Wipeout and oh, wow. uh, House of the Rising Sun and, and, you know, stuff that he was into. CCR, which I love wow. CCR, you know. Yeah, they're great. Um, and so I, I really didn't get into the guitar until later when I realized I kind of needed something to accompany me singing because you can't just go and you know, start singing somewhere by yourself. So right. it's I, weird. Became, I became a guitar player by default. Now I'll okay. never be a Mitch Farber. I'll never be a JP Soares, you know, right, and I'm right. okay with that. Uh, right. I get, a, I get out of my own way. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I'm not, I'm not a guitar player's guitar player by any means, but uh, you know, I, I, I consider myself a decent, uh, um, you know, rhythm guitar player. And I, and I, I've practiced a lot of finger picking styles and things like that. So when I play acoustically, that's where I can shine and add to the music, you know? Sure. Yeah. Or just, just rhythm. Yeah. Kind of add that, that background yeah. that, that yeah. needed. It's a, it's a definite layer that needs to be there. So, you know, it's one less guy needs to be in the band, one less mouth to feed. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, somebody was saying hi to you before. I'm not sure. Uh, Who was it? Chris. Chris Cox. Oh, okay. Chris Cox. Thanks. Oh, my God. I haven't even heard that name in so long. How you he's doing, watching. Chris? Is he watching? <laughs> Hi, Chris. Yeah. Seems like he's watching, yeah. Did, um, did he move away? Where did he go? He was in... Chris, a, where did you go, Chris? <laughs> he was in Lantana area for a while and when I knew him. And then uh, yeah. I think he moved away. Anywho. But, uh, tell, me, tell me more about when you decided that you wanted to be a musician, you know, as you were learning from, you know, the Soteras of the world and stuff like that, like, when did you think to yourself, man, I really want to do something like this? You know, this oh, is something, this is calling. As soon as I had thoughts in my head, you know, really? yeah, I, I've always loved singing. Um, you know, my mom would sing around me and, and uh, we'd take car trips and, and uh, she'd be singing and I'd be singing along with her, you know, these old songs you know like it's a lovely day today so whatever you've got to do you got a yeah. lovely day to do it and that's true and i'd be singing harmony along with her you know and so for as long as i can remember i love yeah. singing and and making music at least with my voice um yeah and so i always wanted to do that i just you know i don't know when it when it dawned on me that you could actually do that for a living and be a musician as a you know as an identity of your your right. your, your uh, professional being but yeah. uh, at some point i must have realized it and and just said okay we're going with this then and I've your first bands like when I, did you like start doing that in my first bit oh those were a mess aren't they always a mess always <laughs> i had um let's see my first band was in high school uh -huh. And um, I think we played, uh, we had, <laughs> I think it was like one of their, one of the guys in the band's dad's,
corporate party or something. They hired us to play it. And oh, wow. we, we practiced so hard and we were awful. <laughs> but it was fun, you know. Yeah. And then, you know, things got a little better. And, and um, there's a couple clubs actually in Palatine, Illinois, which, you know, yeah. it's the suburb of Chicago. And we're not talking about Kingston Mines or any of the big clubs downtown. But right. for, for a suburb, these couple clubs, um, like Dirty Nellies, had become like big, famous rock clubs. You know, really? and people people will still tour through there to this day. So, um, well, as far as I know, yeah. Um, but we started out in those clubs, and they weren't the clubs that they are now. You know, right? They were dirty right. little hole in the walls next to the train tracks. You know. Mm -hmm. um, but that those were some of my first gigs. You know, and, and uh, from there, like, where did you go and, from there? And we're talking about like when I was fourteen. Now I look at my son, who's thirteen, who's yeah. got my same build, same progression of growth. And yeah, that's what I looked like a little child, a kid <laughs> singing in a rock band in a bar, you know, yeah. where they had to keep me in the back room when I wasn't on the stage because who the hell is this kid in this bar? Right. You know, we're going to get arrested. <laughs> yeah. Um, does, does he have the same aspirations as you or no? You know, he was, he was, uh, he liked playing the drums when he was younger, but, um, you know they get they get caught up in their phones and then this is all you see of them. You know, yeah. So they uh, they get distracted and you know we didn't we didn't have those kind of distractions. So if, if right. you like playing the drums, that's all you had to do. So you kept on playing them. Yeah. Now there's you know a thousand games you can play on your phone. Yeah. Or uh, whatever else. There's there's a thousand distractions these days. So I think that's part of why there's less up and coming musicians. Yeah. But you know, maybe that's, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, maybe. Because I think maybe you're going to weed out the ones that aren't really truly, you know, all about like committed, like truly committed yeah. to it. Yeah. With so many distractions, you're going to find the ones that, that pull through are the ones that are really into it, you know? Oh and, yeah. For sure. You know, so maybe it'll be less of them and higher quality, which, Hey, I'm all for that. You know, it's funny. There's a band that I follow here on Instagram that I'm a huge, huge proponent of. They're called Speed of Light. I don't know if you saw my page. I got a bunch of stuff about okay. that. But they're young, young, young. I mean, I'm talking yeah. like the thing was 15, drummer yeah. 17, and the uh, guitar player is 20. They're, they're brothers and sister. And that's their whole life is music. So I think there's hope because these kids, I mean, the whole scene in LA is a lot of child bands. So I think that something's happening out there which is great yeah. that, that most of these kids uh at least the musicians are not focusing on their phone so much they're right trying to learn their craft you know right right so there's hope <laughs> there's hope out there i i have faith that you know at least in some form or another music is going to continue and, and evolve and and uh you know nobody likes change too fast too much right. so right you know when a new genre comes along there's always going to be haters you know, of course, and there's always going to be people who are, for whatever reason, hanging on to the music that they knew because a it touched them and and it's yep. embedded in their soul, and right. b might be hanging on to their youth or, you know, c they just don't like change. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. But uh, the music scene's going to evolve. My son, my my 15 year old, actually writes two to three songs a day. Wow. When he That's wants awesome. to, when he's when he's on a roll. 
Um, yeah. He told me he's. He told me right now he's he's at least writing a couple a week, um, but he writes them all on his computer. Huh. Yeah, he uses. Oh. Uh, uh, I forget what he called it. Um, it's one of the one of the uh, digital audio workstations. Uh, uh, like GarageBand or something. One of those types of things. Well, yeah, but it's uh, floor, FL Studio. FL Studios. Huh. What it is. Awesome. So, so he'll sit there and um, and he'll make all kinds of. He calls them beats. I don't know why, but beats. They're they're more than just beats. There there's music there, and he and he chooses these different sounds and and um, instead of playing on a keyboard, he he was a pretty good pianist as as a young kid um, for for just starting out. He he took yeah. pretty naturally to it, but he doesn't play anymore. Um, wow. Just he just chooses the notes on the computer and places them and copies and pastes and does stuff like that and in in ways that i don't understand because you know again i'm an old guy and i'm old school you play it out and you get it right and then yeah. if you can't you just let it go but, uh, <laughs> but yeah he that's puts a, together original music all the time that's awesome that's yeah. really good they have that out there for kids you know yeah or for people anyway who are interested in even if they have a, like a remote interest in it at least it's there right, right. try and play with it you know yeah and it, it and it doesn't bother me that he you know isn't uh honing his skill on an actual instrument because yeah. he's still creating music right you know and just like we're not talking on a landline phone right now you know with okay. a with a curly cord connected to it you know technology yep. changes and you use the technology that's available so exactly. it doesn't bother me that he's not you know not using the curly cord phone he's using something <laughs> different you know he's creating music and that's good so cuz uh i think that's the one thing that's important is that it's it's primal in us we still no matter what happens with the styles of music we all still just need music yeah i agree it's, it's primal that beat that that feeling that it gives you the yeah yeah so i totally agree with you totally agree with you um i know i keep on going back to this but i'm learning i'm, I'm i want to know about when you joined um what was it called champagne theater champagne theater yeah <laughs> when, when you when you i was going to say champagne supernova but i'm i'm pretty sure that's a song yeah anyway, it is um but when you when you decided to join that band what what were you like doing at that point? Like, were you kind of like wanting to be, uh, you know, the rock star? You want to do the whole rock star thing? Oh yeah, like, yeah. yeah so I was you were at that point. We, I was a, I was an eighteen and a half, maybe nineteen year old at that point, and I was ready to take on the world. Yeah, I was yeah. not going to go to college. I was not going to give myself this this safety net, this backup plan. I was going yeah. for it, and you know, it's it's a good thing because I went. I went further and did more things than other people would have if they weren't trying so hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to be a rock star, bro. But then, um, <clears throat> you know, after a while, the, the genre of music that we were playing at the time, which, and I what hate the term, I hate the term hair metal or hair bands, but yeah. um, you know, cause they had long hair back in the sixties and seventies too. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, that, hair metal that our hair bands then. <clears throat> right. So that name stuck. That's that's what it's called now. But basically that was it. I mean, I was um, through the through the years just prior to that, I was really into um, 
<clears throat> bands like uh, Tesla yeah. and um, even Mr. Big and, you know, these, these bands that were like really crafting great songs and, um, and great guitar solos and Eric Martin's voice I thought was great and Mr. Big and, yeah, and his, uh, his, his voice. Jeff Keith. And I was really into uh, 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 Skid Row. Mm. I thought I thought Sebastian. So Bach. you like those big voice, those big high, yeah. well, at the high time, voice. At the time, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I could do it. So like when we did covers of uh, a Skid Row song, um, I could pull it off. And so that that helped me to get where I got. For you know? sure. <clears throat> I don't think I should be doing that these days. <laughs> no. Feel a little, you know. I mean, can you do it these days? Is it is it possible for your voice or not really? I can. I, every once in a while, I'll pull out a journey. No, song. come on. Yeah. And, uh, wow. you know, people kind of go, oh, I can't believe he just hit that note. Wow. But um, those notes don't call out to me anymore, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a nice way to say it. <laughs> they, don't, they, don't, they don't reach for my soul and say, hey, scream this note as long as you can, right. and as hard as you can, and as high as you can. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's more for me about uh crafting the uh the melody and the 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 slight acrobatics of the melody line you know um and i i'm not a big fan of going overboard i'm more about subtleties you know right especially when i'm listening nowadays like um i'm a huge fan of diana crawl and her and her vocal style. I mean, it's so subtle, but the note choices and the placement of the notes are yeah. so gorgeous. And you know, but not see, you're mention, talking like you're talking like a music nerd now, which is my yeah. kind of speak. Yeah. I like that stuff. I'm sorry but, about that. <laughs> no, that's good. I like it. <laughs> but um, that's, <laughs> that's that's more like when I'm performing live. That's that's on my mind more than anything. I'm not trying right. to impress anybody with you know look at me type stuff and and yeah. uh and um i guess the one thing that i do is i'll i'll hold out a note for quite a long time you know and that seems to impress people but it, it's i only do it where <laughs> where it fits just right you know right it's not like you're doing it every song right right yeah right when, when you're playing like what what goes through your mind when you're playing because i remember when i used to be on stage and let me ask you this question Dinner. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Where's my burger? Pretty when much. Is, is it gonna? Is my burger gonna come out at the same time as my break? Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's what's going through my mind. No. I'm exactly. <laughs> um, like when you go on stage, and this is a question that I should be asking every performer that I've interviewed, but I haven't until right now. Do you have butterflies in your stomach when you first before you get on stage? I have more for getting on to this interview than I do for on stage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That can't be true. Come on. It is true. I, really? I don't I don't get nervous about getting on the stage. It it's uh it's a natural thing for me. It's it's very right. uh it's it's um what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's um organic. Hmm. Yeah, not just that. It, it's it's a source of uh enjoyment for me that I look forward to. You know, right. um, yeah. well, what you said before, it's a calm, it's a calming effect on you. Even the most mundane gigs, it's better than digging ditches, man. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And a not, bad gig better than any day in the, in the well, office. Those guys digging ditches. It's just, that's one of the worst things I can think of having to do all day long is dig a ditch. Right. So yeah. It's far from that. It, it's something yeah. I really enjoy. And so um, I don't get butterflies being nervous about it. You know, it doesn't matter if it's two people or, you know, 20,000 people. It doesn't matter. It's all the same to me. It's, it's making music and it's, I can watch two people really get into something and enjoy that just as much as a huge crowd, you know? Right. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's funny uh, when I, and I've told this to my daughter too, cause she's an aspiring singer. She's uh, she's 10. Oh yeah. And I, yeah. And I've told her um, that before every single gig, I don't know why, even, even when I was a seasoned singer, uh, no matter what, I'd always have those little butterflies right before the first note. And then, you know, I'm on stage, whatever, for whatever reason, I have these little butterflies and then the first note comes and then I'm, I'm in, you know, I'm in, I'm in mode, singing mode. Yeah. But I, I don't know why. I guess it's different for everybody. I guess, there, I guess there was a point where I, I used to get nervous. Yeah. Um, it had less to do about who I was performing for and more about uh, probably just, you know, Am I, am I playing this role right? I I don't know. You right. know, it was. It yeah, was... I think that was my thing. It was like, am I am I am I going to do it right? You know, yeah. just, you know, it's more about me than it is about being in front of a crowd. Right. You know, right. I, do I know the words? Do I remember the breaks? <laughs> Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess there. I guess there was a point where I might have had some butterflies, but no, not anymore. It's been a long time. Like I yeah. said, I, I got more nervous about how I'm going to make this happen. You know, <laughs> which button do I push? Oh, God. <laughs> you got to get with the times, man. You got to learn the technology. Like we were talking about before, there's technology out there. Learn do, I, do I yeah. have to? Okay. Well, not really, but. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> if you want, you can learn it, Jeff. It's there. Yeah. Yeah, you got to want it, though, right? You got to want it. It's like your kid, man. He does his thing. You know what you I gotta, want? is a social media person. Oh, really? Yeah. You need one of those for sure nowadays. I do, yeah. They can they can go on and sign on and make all the posts and spread all the flyers and stuff like that. Well, you know, there's there's software where you, or apps where you can do that. And you can, you can just pre-populate it and then it goes at certain times a day. You just set it up. What's an app? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there are apps where you can yeah. do that. Okay, yeah, of course. Well, maybe so send me a link to something like that. Yeah. So what right. is it? It just goes across all the platforms. Yeah, I mean, you have. I forgot what it's called. I used to uh, be a social media person for um, the company that I worked for, and there was this this site that we used where I would be able to, you know, pre preset these things to go off at certain times a day. Okay. And for weeks at a time. I mean, I would be like months ahead. You know what I mean? So. And that that's okay. I mean, that's that's an okay thing in the in the industry to yeah. to uh, that doesn't seem unorganic. You know, like when I post something. Well, I mean, it's, at it's the moment, me, it's me typing and pressing a button right then and there. You know, so people right interact well, I mean, right then and there. So if you have like a let's say you're you're having a big sale at whatever you're you know wherever you're working or whatever, you can post about it that day, or you can do something live that day, whatever. But okay. In the, in, you're always going to have something going on. Okay. You know, yeah. So you're learning something today, I'm Jeff. Something. I, I, don't, I don't know if I expected to do that. <laughs> well, I expected to learn from you, and I certainly did. 
Oh, nice. I'm happy about that. Yeah, man. I never sat and talked to you like about stuff like this ever. No, we haven't had much of a chance to sit and talk at length. Never. I don't think ever. It was all about another person who won't, who won't be mentioned. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Yeah. No, that's no longer a relationship. But anyway, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, wait, wait. Okay. Yeah. We can text about it. We'll text about it. Okay. You're not talking about your brother. Yeah. You are. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. It's all right. We'll text about it. It sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. These all right, man. Happen, well, not... man. What's that? These things happen. These things happen. Life blood, happens. Blood does not tie you to people like they think it does. You know? That's true. The way you I treat agree. people is the most important thing. I agree. It yeah. really is. And the thing so. you do that other people, that's important, you know? And sometimes, you know, you, you take a lot and then uh, you just can't take anymore. You know what right. I'm saying? Right, right. Well, so. moving on. So. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Yeah. Well, Jeff, I'm not going to keep you any longer, man. Why not? Um, I've got nothing else you... to do. We're here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Listen, dude. I'll go Don't hang night. up on me. <laughs> I need you. <laughs> so um let me ask this anybody that's watching there's about nine people watching it seems any anyone have any questions for jeff now i'm jeff tell nah, don't worry about that there, I didn't realize there, there were nine people watching nine whole people nine heartbeats are watching um do you do you have anything that you can promote like when are you, where are you playing next what's your next uh you know what does your next week look like gig wise and stuff if you want to talk about that or where well, you are in social media I've got, uh, well, I can promote by telling you I've got uh, the JeffreyJamesHarris.com. JeffreyJamesHarris.com is where I post uh, all my gigs, you know, across all the bands. Um, but there's, uh, there's two or three places that uh, weekly I play, and I'm proud of all of them. Every sure. Monday night, I'm part of the, uh, the house band at uh, the Funky Biscuit. Awesome. And... Um, that's been really, really rewarding for me, you know. Um, Good, I love that place. Uh, I was asked to come on board, and and I said, well, I got to bring Mitch with me, you know. Uh, and so they went along with it, and now Mitch and Richie are killing it on guitar, and and I get to lay back a little bit and just kind of sing a little bit more, which is something I haven't done since I was, you know, younger. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we're learning, we're learning probably. It, well, in the beginning, when I first came on, we were learning as many as 10 new songs every week. Wow. Yeah. And, and we're not talking about just like three chord, you know, strummers. We're talking about intricate stuff. And yeah, at some point we were like, okay, let's take it easy. Let's, let's, uh, let's maybe learn two or three new songs and uh, yeah. we'll play some of the other ones that we did already. Uh, but even how many even you have when learning play. learning two or three new songs a week that are are really great song choices with this band um, is really rewarding for me. So I love being a part of the band, the Funky Biscuit band. We call it the Funky Good. Biscuit All Stars. Yeah, I saw that. I'm on your page actually right now. I'm on yeah. Jeffrey James Harris. Um, you're playing on uh, on Monday. Oh, yeah, that on. happens every Monday night, and yeah. you know. Um, Poetically, that is the night that David Shelley used to host the open jam night. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. 
And awesome. so um, I'd come down and see Dave all the time and, and, you know, wait for him to play his songs that I loved when I was your Superman yeah. and stuff like that. Love and, it. Love it. And um, so, yeah, it, then, um, you know, it was quite a few years later, but um, I was asked to come on board. And, and it, again, it's one of the most fulfilling and rewarding parts of my week for sure. Now, is that an open jam or no? Like for, for people at the end or no? So what happens is right around 7.15-ish or 7.30, we go on, we'll play a full set, about an hour or so of, um, of our things. And then um, there's a turnover time and then there's a featured artist. And sometimes it's, sometimes it's JP, sometimes it's a touring artist who happens to be coming through town at the time. Um, and JP is a touring artist also, obviously, but uh, he's local. So um, too. could be Albert Castilla, you know, it's, it's a, yeah. it's a revolving cast and, uh, you know, yeah. there's no shortage of great players out there to, to have a little, um, uh, showcase on a Monday night, you know, yeah, not, sure. not too many places have live music on a Monday night. So it's, uh, yeah, it's true. become, it's become quite a thing. So they'll, there'll be a short <laughs> turnover between eight thirty ish and nine. And then there's a, uh, there's a featured artist set. And then um, pretty quickly after that, after the featured artist gets their gear off the stage, then uh, it's an open jam night. So, nice. yeah. How long does it last? Um, it depends on how many people are there, you know, mm -hmm. um, how many yeah. players are there and how many people are in the audience uh, sticking around to watch it. Um, and I guess sometimes it can go on till midnight-ish. Other times it ends a little sooner, you know. Depends wow. On so people show up. You're there duration right you're there the entire duration yeah. well yeah sometimes yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes after my set um i just need to go home yeah i understand <laughs> it, it happens sometimes. but i i try to stay and support the featured artists at least right of course um, or if there's a you know if there's a, a a lack of turnout for the uh for the players for the open jam they might ask me to uh to hang out and sing because there's only guitar players or you know, whatever. So I, I do that. That's pretty cool. But anyway, that's very fulfilling. And then um, every Tuesday night, I do this little solo thing on the beach in Hollywood Beach at a place right. called the Walkabout Resort. Nice. And, um, that's always fun when it's not raining. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then Thursdays, I'm up at uh, Old Key Lime every Thursday with uh, King <laughs> Rising. And, um, huh. you know, that's another scene um, by itself too you know different different crowd and there's people that that you'll see you know hanging out in this crowd and in this crowd and in this crowd but a lot of times a lot of my gigs are the same people in the same places you know so yeah. it's fun to see the different faces every week but uh nice. man I'm a, I'm a lucky guy um yeah to be able to do this we're in a we're in a market where you know, I can carve out a, a, a modest, you know, modest living yeah. at it, you know, but at least it's, it's, you know, I'm doing what I love for a living. And uh, yeah. there's a lot of places where that, that can't happen, especially yeah, through all this thing. COVID JP, crap, you know. Yeah. Yep. JP said the same thing last, uh, last week. He said yeah. that he's, he's so lucky that he gets to do what he loves, you know, as all a living. Right. I am so blessed, my friend. I can't even tell you. I've never been happier in my life. I'm I'm in a relationship with the most wonderful woman that the world has ever known. 
Thank God. He loves me, and that's amazing to me. (laughs) Isn't that the greatest feeling? And I get to go and play music, and they give me a little bit of money for doing it. Uh, Man, (laughs) what what more can I ask for? Something that you love, man. And then I get to look at your pretty face on this interview. Of course. Look at me. (laughs) (laughs) I miss you, buddy. I miss you, too, bud. Um, you mentioned Albert earlier. Yeah. And Albert, I actually was, um, I, I was sending Albert uh, a request to be on the show. I, I think it was a few months ago. And this guy is so busy, right? He, he, he doesn't respond sometimes. So the other day, finally, I'm sitting there and I was watching a show. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ask Albert again. So I know that he's on tour in Europe or something. So yeah. I'm like, you know what, whatever, man. I'll just send him a request again. And, I, and I'm like, Albert, it's Greg. Listen, man, you know who I am. Stop not talking to me, whatever. So he, like within a few minutes, he responds back. <laughs> He's like, hey, dude, don't worry. I, I, I got it, man. We're, I'm going to come on, I swear. I'm just, you know, I'm in Switzerland right now. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't even know which way is up. Yeah. But, uh, you know, hit me back in a week and we'll, we'll or, you know, we'll organize something. So I'm excited he'll be on the show. So Good, I haven't man. talked to Albert. Years, that's man. great he's a funny yeah. dude yeah he is he's yeah. a funny guy yeah we get busy yeah. sometimes man and, and it's not uh we need people we need handlers yes exactly <laughs> it's important no it is yeah. like you were saying before to do social media and stuff it's like you can't really can't keep up with that, that you know not no. also you know be able to figure out uh how i'm going to build this studio and and uh you know other daily life things i mean it, it, it's too much it is too much, you know? And it so I'll, I'll get texts and, I'll, and I'll, I'll read them and I'll mean to respond, but then, then I'll get 15 other texts and it's buried in my text list and I, I, it gets past me and, and I feel yeah. bad, you know, and they're mad at me because I don't respond and it happens. But, <laughs> you know, know that, know that we, you know, we don't mean it. We don't mean we anything can. bad by it, you know? <laughs> No, it's true. I yeah. sent you a text, and this guy, he's not getting back to me for days. I'm like, Jeff, what are we doing here? And then and then, boom, 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 I got a bunch of texts. I'm like, all right. Yeah, well, once you got he my attention, I'm, still I'm all in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you got you to gotta smack me across the face and grab my attention. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to ask anyone on here again, do you have any questions or any comments for Jeff? Um, you Boxer know, briefs. I thought, I thought it was really awesome talking to you, dude. I really did. Yeah, same. Back at you. So I, wear, watching I wear Mooresville. boxer briefs for anybody who wants to ask that question. <laughs> yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself in that way. <laughs> uh, Chris yeah. Cox. Okay. I wonder if he's still on there. Sintai. I don't know who that is. Watching from North Carolina. Oh, What's cool. the first name? Sinte? What's the first name? Which, which Sinte is watching me? That's my girl's name. Sinte One. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Okay. But anyway, they were watching. Oh, it's my sister. It says my sister. I don't know what that I don't know who that is. Okay, that might be Fred, her brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well anyway, they were watching. They they had some comments earlier that they were watching from North Carolina, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, my wife. You said Fred, yeah. Hey Fred, how you doing, man? Awesome. They just came and visited us here not too long ago. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They're they're uh friends of yours visiting that's you? that's my girl's brother. Oh, cool! All right, yeah. awesome. Thanks for watching, Fred. Yeah. Support live music again. Hell yeah! Yeah, always. Yeah. Awesome. Ah, oh, cool, man. 
All right, Jeff, get out of here. You're done. Fine. <laughs> Nobody's got a question for me? I'm, I'm really, I don't know. I'm really I'm anxious. Wondering. What does anybody want to know? Come on, ask me yeah, the question. What does anybody want to know about me? Jeff? Jeffrey, Helen Wayner said, Jeffrey, you did a great job. Oh, Helen, thank you. You did a great Helen? job. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure who Helen is. That's the other thing about the gram is the names are weird to me. I mean, at least yeah, on Facebook, the name is the name. And I know that person and that face That's and that name. But Instagram, it could be, you know, uh, legal one, right. know, whatever, you know. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. Who is this oh, Stacy? Oh, no, Stacy. Is Stacy still watching? Stacy Cole? Stacy Cole, she manages to watch my watch the show sometimes, which I appreciate that. And it's like you were saying at your gigs, you know, you see the same faces and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's pretty cool because I'm starting to see some of the same names, which I think is awesome. awesome. So thank you, guys. Awesome, man. Yeah, that cool. means you're doing something right. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. I just, I want to get my watcher, you know, my viewer count up, but... Uh, you know, just like you're saying with social media and stuff, I I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so I'm not I'm I know how to do this stuff, but I don't know how to. I understand get... they can be bought. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. I'd rather be organic about it, really. I know I'm just playing. I really want. I mean, maybe that's pie in the sky, but yeah. Oh, play us a tune. You want to play a tune, Jeff, or no? Are you in the mood? Well, I I don't have anything to to play with. That sounded oh, okay. weirder than I meant it to. <laughs> this is rated G. So, uh, yeah, let's not go there. Uh, yeah, I didn't bring a guitar out here on the patio with me. Uh, but, uh, hmm. What would you play? If you could play a song, what would you play? I don't, that's a good question. Man, you're good at this interview stuff. Man, thanks, dude. Uh, I am on it. <laughs> that's a good question. What, in this moment, what would I play for you? Um, well, you mentioned the, uh, the Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer tune. I might give you a little bit of that. I love that song. Because I like to please people. I like to give them what they want. I love that song. Except when song. they want Tennessee whiskey. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there are some songs where you just don't do it. <laughs> I get, I, I, I have a love-hate relationship with that song. I get asked oh, for sure. it a lot. And, oh, and sure. I'm, I'm not hurt because people enjoy the way I do it. It's great, you know. But yeah. I'm not saying I'm great. It's great that they enjoy it. Yeah, okay. And uh, <laughs> it's great that they enjoy it. But, you know, I liked it better when the song was called I'd Rather Go Blind. It was much more beautiful. <laughs> you know, that's so funny that you say that because, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's funny because that's the song, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. No, he did, a, he did a great job with that song. If he had released no, he the did. song the way it was originally written and and yeah in that arrangement it wouldn't have gone over right he did a great job with the song and just but it was so popular and everybody was asking me for it i just got kind of sick of playing it you know but yeah, um, i'm back to being kind of okay with it i guess yeah but every it's now nice. every want, now and again they want you to play a song that makes them feel a certain way you know right right that's fine right it looks like it's going to rain behind you jeff what's going on over there i don't know bro it's horrible dude no, it's not that bad. Oh, okay. Are you you're, you're out on your? Oh, it looks beautiful. Thanks. Oh, look at that beautiful backyard, Jeff. That's you live in great. the I, I'm telling you, man. I'm blessed. I'm, I must be doing something right. Yeah. Someone says you're great at "Into the Mystic." I love that song. Oh, I love that song. It's so beautiful. Here, 
you know what is another beautiful song it's um it's a song written by john hyatt now it's my second favorite john hyatt song it's called feels like rain and uh, buddy buddy guy was famous for doing the song i mean he made a pretty uh, big hit out of it carved a carved a good living out of it for himself yeah um yeah but uh feels like rain is such a great song man yeah yeah do you play that a lot or no i, I do you know there's when you're playing live um in bar settings people don't people don't want to go to you know their favorite bar and listen to slow melodramatic um yeah. you know in their eyes boring songs they're there to drink yeah. and have a good time so you you have to sneak them in you know yeah and yes. uh so i do i sneak it in every now and again um or That's in the awesome. dinner set as i call it early on in the night you know yeah um you start rocking later on but, but aren't you curious about what my favorite john hyatt song is i am why don't you tell us this is g-rated right it sure is okay so you're gonna have to fill in the blank then um no you can say whatever you want Josh. oh okay it well, I don't care. it's a great song it's so well crafted it's a song called since his penis came between us really yes sounds really it's, uh it's a wonderful pleasant song pleasant it's, little, it's... little city <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite jokes that's yeah but that's it is it's a, cool song. it's a great song and you're gonna look it up and then you're gonna thank me for it <laughs> <laughs> oh what a guy you've been trying to get off the line with me for a while and i'm just hanging you on aren't i no it's okay no you, you have, know what here's you have dinner to pull out of the oven or something you got something no, here's the over? reason you know here's the reason because when when i first started doing the show it's been like i want to say two months or so two and a half months in the beginning like the first uh few shows or the first like bunch of shows at eight o'clock because i come in on seven at eight o'clock or an hour later it would give me a countdown. Oh, really? And, so, and I'm waiting for the countdown to pop up. So I, I feel like I'm going to get kicked off. Oh, you know did, they, I mean? did they extend your time? I, apparently, because oh. it's 8.07 and they didn't awesome. kick me How off. Awesome. How long yet. do we have? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I have no gig tonight. All I'm, night. Not, I'm not going anywhere. I like that. So then grab a guitar and start playing. <laughs> you <little> wise ass. <laughs> oh, got to go. Yeah. Well, the connection's really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, Denise is here now, so we can continue. Denise okay. W. Yeah. Denise W. Yeah. Denise. Denise. Hi, Denise. Thanks for hanging. Denise W. Music. So, do I know yeah. Denise? I'm not sure. Denise, do I don't know, know each other. I don't even know if I know Denise, but I appreciate her being here. Thank you. For I appreciate everybody Denise. being here. <clears throat> Who else? I, let's see. How do I see these comments here? Candy ass is there. Candy ass 71. Candy ass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Candy ass is here, so that's good. That sounds like yeah, something from somebody from Chicago would say to another, you know, dude, you know, stop being <laughs> such a candy ass. <laughs> Uh, she's the one who said that you're, you're great at Into the Mystic. So obviously she's seen you perform. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember her by name, Candy Ass. Yeah. Well, I guess she goes by Candy, not Ass, probably. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, thank you, Candy Ass seventy one, for yeah. a compliment about my Into the Mystic. It's it's one of my favorite songs, and that's the other thing too. I was going to tell you, Greg, is that um, you know I don't I don't just grab at, um, and it's maybe why I'm not as popular as some other bands around town, um, because they're they're catering strictly to you know what the people want to hear. Uh, right. which is the most popular songs and and um i'm grabbing at some of those but some other some other songs that you know really touch me and um you know songs like into the mystic or feels like rain those are really powerful songs for me so i'll, I'll play those as well yeah and you're, and you're just gonna have to suffer through it <laughs> um she discovered you candy ass discovered you at bogarts she said okay yeah Bogarts was a home. Bogarts was a home for us uh, all the way through COVID, man. They, uh, wow. That's oh, that's another thing. Um, I was only out of work really during COVID from middle March when it started to happen of 2020 until May. Gosh. And then there were there were luckily a couple places that I play regularly that um, you know they weren't willing to. Uh, to uh, let the world entirely shut down. Yeah. So, um, you know, they kept us working and, and Bogarts was one of those places. So we'll always, uh, we'll always um, appreciate them for that. And uh, actually, I, sh oh, I wish I could show you. We, uh, we just got this Pomeranian and we named him Bogart <laughs> <laughs> because that's where my girl and I first started talking and, oh, and wow. first started making our relationship happen. So uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so it's sentimental, and um, you know I, I really appreciate that place. So, thank you, you were, uh, for for coming to see us at Bogarts. Yeah, um, I remember when when COVID was going on, you were playing the uh, those gigs live on Facebook. How did that work out? Like, how long did that go on? Like for you, like where you where you played those gigs on Facebook? I don't know if you only did one or you did a couple. I'm, I'm not really good at remembering exact time frames like that but i want to say yeah. it wasn't um it wasn't long after i went back to work at like old key limehouse in may uh -oh. that uh that i i started um i started feeling like i you know I, I should just get out there and keep the world moving you know encourage other people to to get out there yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not a conversation we need to get into as far as no. political views and all that but no uh, did you ever wind up playing that with COVID? I did not feel that shutting the world down was going to help us. And well, I, yeah, I, yeah. But anyway, did you ever come down with COVID? I had it twice, two two different variations of it. Yeah, same here, man. Yeah, I had the original one back in 2020. We we uh, my girl and I both had it uh, right in the beginning of our relationship. Um, in um, what was it? Had to been. November. Oh, in fact, <clears throat> that's a crazy story because um, we were going to do a Bluestone gig up in the northern part of the state. Uh -huh. And um, and this was right in the middle of, right in the beginning of it when everyone was really, really freaking out. And admittedly, I was freaked out too because what do you know? Yeah. You don't know anything yet. You just, yeah. who knows? Maybe there is this crazy virus that's just going to wipe us all out in one fell swoop. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so um, we're driving up there, and me and my girl, and um, 
you know, we're both feeling a little off, you know, a little off, not feeling well. And, and you start panicking, you know, like, oh my God, is this, you know, is this what I think it is? I, I so, come down with so, so we went, I went and got tested because we're playing, um, we're playing at a uh, retirement community up in Northern Florida. And, you know, at the time we thought it was, you know, going to more easily kill off the older people first, you know, and, and, you know, you know what I mean? So I didn't want to put any of those people at risk. So I decided, all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to go get a test. And we're waiting. um, We had to wait a couple hours for the results from the, from the test. And we went to a place called, we went to Johnny Rockets to have a burger and we're both sitting there eating our burger and like, do you even taste this? She's no like, way. No. We couldn't taste the burger. Oh, shit. And we're like, oh, that's it. We're going to die. We're going <laughs> to fucking die. <laughs> We've contracted the illness. Yeah. And so, um, unfortunately, because, you know, I, I had the, uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to be safe for these people and I didn't want to put anybody at risk. I, I had to bow out. And, um, wow. you know, there were more than a few people who were upset about me. For of that. course. But, you know, no good deed goes unpunished, right? So, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That was the yeah. best thing to do. So that was the first time. And then we, we, we had to drive home feeling crappy, you know, not horrible, you know, not it, well yeah. enough to be driving the car and still awake, yeah. and, you know, but just, just feeling crappy and I uh, got home and spent, uh, you know, the next few days in bed and then, then that was over with and we didn't die and, you know, yeah. Yeah. good for us. But yeah. that's not to make light of the people who did, you know, no, 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 of course it, it did. It did. Uh, it did have a negative of people, a negative effect on a lot of people. And, you know, I don't Absolutely. debate that at all. So no. it was a horrible yeah, we, situation, but yeah. then this, this two times, it what's was that? the first time. Bad. So we came down with it twice. The first time yeah. for me was uh, was pretty bad. The second time was not as as uh, didn't have as much of an effect on on us. Right. So luckily. Well, yeah, it's, it's funny to talk about it in terms of first and second times too, because right. you're talking about two different viruses, you know. And, right. And you know, knowing what we know now, it's uh, you know anyway. I don't want to anyway. get into it. All, <laughs> We're not getting into that. Yeah. So <laughs> we can have our own discussion. You're going to have that. coronavirus again in your lifetime, unfortunately. Yes. And, and yes, you get through it, and you know. Yeah. We used to call it the common cold. But yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. 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 But now because <laughs> we have the technology to figure it out and call it something, now now we call it things, and, and we can be scared yeah. of those things that we call it. Mega death. Ten. <laughs> you know. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> but I'll tell you, it, it, I, there were a couple times when I just didn't feel well, and for the same reasoning, I, I couldn't, um, I wasn't feeling like I was going to put anybody at risk, but I still couldn't go and do my gig because right. if it turned out that I was positive for yeah, coronavirus good... and, the, and people found out i'd be crucified 
you know. Absolutely. And so right. you know, you couldn't you couldn't go out if you had the sniffles. So there were a bunch of bunch of gigs that I had to cancel that um, didn't yeah. run necessary. But you know, we got through it. We're in a much better place now, thank God. So yeah, no kidding. Well, yeah. I would say there's a lot of bands that were the same way. Like oh, just yeah. like okay, well, we got to cancel. You know? Yeah, and especially. I'm, that's just Florida. I mean, we were lucky here. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I I, I started um, joining these uh, Zoom meetings that I was invited to with uh, fellow musicians from around the, the country and, and world. And yeah. these other places, nobody was working. Really? And, you know, I would tell them I'm going to do this gig and they, they would be like mad at me. Like, I should wow. stay home also. And it's just not how I felt, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah these other places like milwaukee was a ghost town you know, i was talking to this Damn. this guy that used to gig regularly in milwaukee and uh wow it was a ghost town and he's out of work you know so Jeez. florida was re very different from the rest of the country yeah yeah you it, know kind of, we have a little bit of a wild west attitude sometimes right exactly yeah. <laughs> that's a good way to put it <laughs> yeah and i love every bit of it <laughs> On that note. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are we finally going to cut it off? Yeah, we'll cut it off. Manny in the morning. Well, <laughs> Jeez, you remember the Manny days, don't you? Yeah, I do. Of course I do. Wow. Why don't you tell the wow. people about that? Do they know? Mm -mm. Tell them what I don't man. think. I, tell them what I don't Manny's think my audience all about. Really, my audience really doesn't know anything about me, really. Not, not for any reason, but just because my show is about whoever I'm interviewing. You know what I mean? That's all it. right. Well, have me back on. We'll, we'll do an interview about you. I will interview you <laughs> next time. And then they can get to know you. My friend. I actually thought about that. I actually thought about just having yeah. an interview, like just having a, you know, just talking about things that I've gone through and stuff like that. Good. Just, just to give a little bit of insight into me. You yeah, know? Great. I don't know if you want me to conduct it. I'll ask you about what kind of underwear you wear. <laughs> no, that's all right. That's all right, man. <laughs> All right, brother. I appreciate you coming on, dude. Thanks it's for having really me, brother. It's good After seeing so you. Great to talk to you. I think this is you the too, longest brother. we've sat and talked, huh? I think, yeah, in our yeah. life. Absolutely. All right. Let's never do this again. Yeah, we'll never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, listen, I love I you, brother. Oh, uh, thank you. And enjoy your evening, everyone, too, Sintai. Um, I'm going to. Thank you, Jeff, thanks for, man. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Appreciate you. Yeah, thank you, everybody, for I hanging out. Louder? Do they need to hear me louder? No, no, no. You sound good. Can you hear me okay? No, I was when I was thanking them, I, I spoke louder. Thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> weird. I'm weird. You're a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. All right, you freak. Okay. Love you, buddy. Love you, buddy. Be good. Thanks again, Jeff. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Oh my God! That's Jeffrey James Harris, everyone. Thank you so much for uh, for hanging out. I appreciate it. Um, thanks to Jeff for hanging out. Thank you guys for hanging out. This uh, coming Sunday, I'm going to try something different. I'm going to try going on YouTube. Um, I'm going to interview Todd Newton. And if you don't know who Todd Newton is, look him up. He uh, was a very successful um, talk show host and like game show host. Um, so yeah, he's he's got a lot of good stuff um in his background so i'm really interested in talking to him um thank you again everyone i will talk to you soon this is the absolute live interview i'm greg m and i look forward to seeing you next time thanks so much for hanging out bye-bye